welcome back to Like What? It's Dominique and Grace plus a guest. Whoops. Yeah. We got our girl Sarah. Sarah, say hi to the people. Uh, hi, people. <laughs> Sarah's like nervous. It's okay, Sarah. Don't be nervous. Grace, do you want to introduce Sarah to the audience? How we know her? What she does? What she does? What doesn't Sarah do? Um, how did Sarah and I meet? We met back in school times. We interned together. Shout out to Stacy. Um, we all interned together in Cleveland for a designer, Valerie, um, of Yellow Cake Shop. Shout out to her. And we've just stayed friends, and she ended up moving to New York, so now here we are. Okay, but you you live, like, oh, Sarah, yeah. oh my Sarah God. had, like, a stint in New York, then went back. Like, you're not explaining Yeah, Sarah's you're right. I, I forget now. That seems like so long ago. It's all a blur. Um, yeah. Sarah was still in school, and then she ended up moving into my apartment in New York, and we were roommates for some months, and then Sarah went back. To Ohio, sadly, and has been back in New York now for okay, yeah, some months. I yeah. just wanted to make sure people knew she wasn't I was just some random. And then I went back for my senior year. Yeah, and then graduated, and now I'm back in New York. Now you're back. <laughs> now she's back for real too. Yeah, yeah. Sadly, we're not roommates again because the the dates didn't line up. But it's okay. It's okay. She's still with you like every other day. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> my only, my, one of well, my she's like in your quarantine pod. Yeah. Your COVID yeah. pod. Yeah. Um, and you two have never met, which is actually very That funny. is very crazy. Sarah and I have never met. We but miss each other in Kindred souls. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah, we so. know we're going to be great friends once I this COVID ends. I mean, you know what I mean. Anyways, Grace... Mm-hmm. Want to tell the audience what we're talking about? Yes. With Sarah? We're talking about a lot today, everyone. (laughs) It's kind of hard. But basically, we're going to talk about self-doubt, imposter syndrome, comparison, all those fun things Mm -hmm. that we do as especially young women. Yeah. Getting our grip in the world, (laughs) in our careers, especially now that we're all post-college. So that's I, where we're leading. Post grad life is the most insecure like mm-hmm. time in your life, and like social media does not help. But, anyways, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is true. So I guess where we can start is, I've got it pulled up here. So I recently learned what imposter syndrome is. I'd heard about it. I learned about it in quarantine because one of my friends sent sent it to me. And I was like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I know what this is. Then I randomly learned more about it. And I was like, this is me. Mm-hmm. So do you guys feel like you have imposter Why don't you- syndrome? Well, I'll define it. But I just want to know, do you, both of you, Sarah, you can go first. Do you think you have it? Yes. <laughs> I think that in a sense, like many people can relate to it. I don't think like there's anybody out there who totally feels like they just have the biggest, like the most confidence in everything they do. And yeah, I guess who does, but I feel like pretty much everyone can mediocre white men. Yeah, I guess so. But like (laughs) on some level, I feel like most people can relate to imposter syndrome. And I definitely think that I can relate to it, but it's, I feel like when you're aware that you have it, you can better overcome the things that come. Yes. Yeah. 
Can you define it for me? Because I don't know. I feel like yes, but... Yes, let me find the actual... But I feel like I don't know. Okay, but so... But I feel like... At its, Go ahead. At, it, at its base, it's essentially just self-doubt, and you feel mm. like a fraud, which yeah. you definitely have it, Dominique. <laughs> yeah, I know I have it. I just... I wanted um, to make sure. Look but, at me self-doubting. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but the thing that... When I learned about it, I learned there, there's different types, and I'll mm. go through them all, so... We'll start with the first one, which is the perfectionist. So you're never satisfied. That's you. you. Yeah, you always feel like you can do better. Um, You put a lot of pressure on yourself. That's the first one. And then the superhero is you always feel inadequate and you push yourself to work as hard as possible to overcompensate, essentially. And then there's the expert where it's like you are always trying to learn more, even though let's say you're already an expert in that field, you feel like you're not, so you have to do all this research all the time and you're never satisfied with your level of expertise. And then there's the natural genius, which is you set really high goal from yourself, really high goals for yourself, and then you feel sad when you don't accomplish them because they're so big that how could anybody? And then, I'm that last one. <laughs> and then the soloist is someone who just does everything on their own and they don't want to ask for help ever. That is you as well. <laughs> um, that was, that was a lot, yeah. I've had a lot of imposter syndrome <laughs> back when I was working in our field of degree. I, like, my first couple jobs, like, made me, I don't think they meant to, but they, like, made me feel stupid and I was just like, I know what I'm doing like I and I'll be surprised in like conversations with people who are not in our field talking about our field and I'm like I know so much why do I Mm -hmm. why do I feel like this because sometimes I'll be like did I learn anything in college like did Um, I just drift for four years but I don't know that's I have I don't know in the industry especially injury level like they make me feel like I'm starting at the beginning right like right out of high school and you've like never seen anything in the in our like industry and then I'm like I actually know what I'm doing Mm -hmm. so I don't know that's me what about you Sarah um I don't know I feel like I relate to a lot of them Grace Mm -hmm. and I were looking at them and I feel like I relate to the perfectionist a little bit because (laughs) I definitely have a and when I feel like whatever I bring to life doesn't like perfectly match the vision I had in my head I'm just like let me not even put it out there but what I've realized is people can't see the vision in your head so they have nothing Mm. to compare it to other than what you're putting out Mm. so it's really okay it's not like they're like oh well this doesn't match the vision in your head Sarah so it's not good enough like they only see what you put out so they're going to be impressed by it, even yeah. if you aren't impressed by it. So, yeah. So. Yes. Yeah. That is so true. That's how I feel sometimes, like when, you know, making a cre- creative content or just a blog post oh or God. trying to, Don't even... to make a YouTube video. It's like, <laughs> okay, I can get me started on because... social media. Yeah. Uh, I, yes, I feel you. I feel you. And I feel like also it's job wise and I guess we can get into like job hunting HR is the biggest gaslighter I've ever met in my life and they're just like (laughs) but it's mostly because they're like you don't have 
Like, I'm like, you have no idea what's actually going on in our industry, especially social media, because it's so new. I feel I feel like HR just, like, has no idea what they're doing. Um, because they'll be like, you need to. I'm like, there's a difference between a social media manager and a content creator. Mm-hmm. And I was explaining this to someone in HR, and they were like, no, no, no. I'm working with LinkedIn and Indeed, and they're saying that this is what it is. Like, these are the job descriptors. And I was like, but I know as someone who actually does the job that 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 is just not true. You're asking for, you're calling it one thing, but it's actually another thing. And then I saw someone who is a social media manager, and she, like like a high level, she was like, can people stop saying that management and content creation are the same thing? Because they are not. Like, I was like, thank you. I wanted to send it to that person in HR and be like, see, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> Someone leading in the industry. Like, I like, come on, guys. Like, I know what I'm talking about. But because you're young and fresh out of college and I've never been in the workforce, I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyways, I hate adults. <laughs> <laughs> That's my conclusion. Yeah. No, that is very true. That is well, I feel like also a lot of companies these days, this is like a side note, but they definitely are like combining roles just to save money, which is super annoying. Yeah. And, it, and, and I'm that just further like, if you're gonna... creates confusion because like you both of you have great like you guys would be social media managers. Like that's you guys mm-hmm. have experience in that. And you guys don't create content. Like you can, but it's not like you're it's not our suit. thing. Like and and that's what is so annoying because you're like doubting your abilities when it's mm-hmm. like I actually know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I just don't know how to work yeah. Photoshop. Like, yeah. oh, like- don't even get me. I that the thing about like trying to learn everything. Like I have tried to learn how to be a graphic designer. I'm just not one, and I like don't want to have to apologize for that. And like now I work with a company that like completely understands that. And she was like, yeah, like you're not. I don't expect you to d- learn how to be a graphic designer. If you were a graphic designer, yeah. you would be one. Yeah. And I was like, thank you. I'm not, I don't know how to work Photoshop like that. Oh. Yeah. I recently did like a class on digital marketing, like through the business of fashion mm-hmm. site. And it was with Drew Elliott as the teacher. Wow. And so, you know, that's who, sorry, pause. You know that that's who Charlie is living with in upstate New York. Is Drew Elliott on his property? Oh, I didn't know that. Is that? Yeah, sorry. We someone we went to high school with is living on Drew Elliott's property. Oh. Yeah, odd turn of events. Sorry, please go. No, on, yeah, you're good. So, um, he like explains it really well. Um, like the difference in the jobs in social mm-hmm. media, and but one of the ways he explained it is that when it comes to like content creation, there's like the math and the magic. And the magic is more mm. like the creative side and, mm-hmm. um, you know, like the photographers and the graphic designers and the people that really bring the content to life. And then there's the math side. And those are the people who do the strategic planning and the posting and the analytics and um, finding the most optimal times and delivering to the most optimal audiences and doing influencer relations. That's more on like the yes. side. And then the actual content creation is on like the magic side. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's not a role that like one person fills. It's like, it's many roles that come together 
really yeah. bring like social media campaigns to life. And yeah, and I, yeah, I think what's confusing for a lot of people in like who aren't really in the social media world, but hiring people is like, let's take like YouTubers, like Claudius, like young YouTubers who came up through like 2010 till now. First of all, they're their own like business by themselves. And they like taught themselves like Photoshop and stuff. But like even Claudia Saluski, who has 2 million subscribers, has uses PicMonkey. Like she doesn't even use like Photoshop. But they're just confused because they do it all. And all these influencers are their own brand. But like, I'm not working for myself. (laughs) I'm working for you. Like, Mm -hmm. it's a different thing. But I want to talk about Grace's imposter syndrome. Because I don't know if you've ever been with Sarah. Sarah, if you've ever been with Grace when she's applying for a job. And she's like, I'm not qualified. (laughs) And I'm just like, you managed a whole smoothie shop (laughs) for two years. And then she did all this. She has this extensive resume. And she's like. I'm not qualified for this job that she's overqualified for. And I'm just like, Grace, I don't understand where you're brain I feel like this is a good segue because I feel like a part of that. I, I think, first of all, I have all of the imposter syndrome types. Like, I think all of them are me. <laughs> um, they're definitely all me. But this is a good segue because the reason that I feel that way it's because I I really compare myself to others, which is very detrimental to my how I feel about myself. Like I there's just so much competition. And Sarah and I always talk about this and you too, Dominique, like looking at social media and seeing what other people are up to and knowing like, oh, this this twenty year old has this job at these year olds are making millions doing whatever they do and it's just there's just so much competition and in our generation even when we were in high school there was a lot of pressure like that we're never doing enough like you mm-hmm. have and then in college it just got worse like if you're not working full-time if you don't have two internships if you're not in all these clubs like you're just not doing enough so I feel like that's always resonated with me and I always feel like I'm not doing enough do you guys agree with that or like feel that way oh yeah I feel like I wasted wasted the first two summers of college I was like what was I doing yeah what was I doing just sitting around working at a restaurant Mm -hmm. how dare I like I should be interning but the problem with it with I don't know if it was just our school but our school wouldn't allow college credit you could only get it for one internship and most internships scam and only give college credit instead of compensating in a different way and it's like you have to give by law you have to give college credit or pay them and so to get out of paying people internships especially in the fashion industry just use the college credit thing so it's so frustrating as a freshman and sophomore I was like how am I supposed to get the experience to get high like bigger internships but I can't get into these internships because I can't get the right credit for it. I was so annoyed. And I was just like, I'm not doing anything else. And now I live by the mantra, comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah, that is so true. And I feel like there's always going to be somebody who who appears to have more experience 
yeah. there's always going to be. So the best thing you can do is just focus on yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think alongside mm -hmm. with compa comparison, I think also as like women, we try to remain really humble in our accomplishments yeah. because we don't like mm -hmm. to look like we're bragging. We don't like to look like, mm -hmm. you know, we're flexing too hard about our accomplishments. We want to remain humble. And I think one of the best things you can do for yourself is like really leverage the the grandeur of your experiences. Like don't mm -hmm. like don't like water it down. Like definitely like go all in and really gas up the experiences you've had and make them appear like as large as they actually were. Because I think we yeah. try to a lot of times think like, oh well I didn't get like that much good experience from you know that internship. But it's like, but you did a whole internship and there's at there has to be at least five or six things that you took away from it that you can really, really leverage and use to your advantage. And I think a lot of times we're like, oh, like between imposter syndrome and wanting to remain humble, mm -hmm. we like, mm -hmm. we're like, oh, it wasn't that big. It wasn't that great. I, I didn't gain that much. I didn't become that much smarter. Like that's imposter right. syndrome coming in. And then at the same time, we say it to be like humble. But mm -hmm. in actuality, it's like, you're just watering yourself down mm -hmm. and, and that yeah. doesn't benefit anybody. Yeah. Cause yeah. Why would I want to hire someone who has no confidence in themselves or their ability? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. And we also talk about this a lot too. I, I've stopped comparing myself to others. Um, I think I need to just work on like my, not even confidence, but just, yeah, my ability to, capitalize off of my big moments or whatever mm -hmm. my accomplishments not even capitalize just yeah. honor them mm -hmm. um but it's really dangerous because half of the time only see words really only seeing people's highlights what people get to where they are you know like you don't see the bad you don't see the ugly and some people genuinely just have easy connections. <laughs> like yeah. some people just know people uh, and that's how they yeah. get it. Yeah. Like, that's not my But own. I think it also Yeah. I think it also goes further from like just we're talking a lot about like jobs and stuff. Um, but also it's just like in life. Like social media, I swear yeah. to God. Instagram is like such a menace on society <laughs> because even in high school, like when it was first starting like Instagram and like comparing like follower accounts and like your picture likes. And then it went further to like, I don't know about you, Sarah was studying abroad, but like, it was like, who can go on the best chips and get the best pictures and do this and that and the other and comparing studying abroad and like, Oh, where'd you move after graduation? And like, are you like, is your apartment cool? Or do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a girlfriend? Like, my head hurts <laughs> looking at and that's why like I don't mind that my feed is like mostly filled with influencers because I'm just like I don't want your life so whatever except for travel influencers I can't do them but it's like I think studying abroad just felt like such a competition and like Grace and I had such hard trips sometimes and I was but we were like but it's worth it it's like the like we were had to have a good time all the yeah. time and like I don't know. I was comparing myself to other people's trips. So, like, I even find it hard when I meet, like, I met someone, like, in the workforce. And, like, she was studying abroad around the same time I did. And I was looking at her Instagram and I was like, she had a better time than I did. And I was like, yeah, well, like, 
you don't even know yeah. about her yeah. type like i mean that's know. that's com- that's comparable like, to life in general and mm-hmm. like living in new york too yeah like definitely there's this oh. weird pressure to seem cool had... and like you're doing stuff. I mean, I don't really, care. I don't think either of us really mm-hmm. like. Uh, no, you guys are very good at like, you just live your life and also capture it at yeah. the same time, yeah. I would say. And like, your real friends know that like, if you're having a hard day, we, we know. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. or something like bad happens, or like, so there's a serial killer loose in Manhattan. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. You know. to tell people. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think this year has been, because Sarah, you moved to New York in the middle mm-hmm. of the pandemic. Oh my God. It's getting like worse and worse and worse for me living here. And I'm just like, everybody's in New York or they're somewhere else. And I'm just like, I can't do that. But I'm also like, we're all in the same pandemic. Mm-hmm. Like I have to like keep reminding myself that like, it's not really a choice that I'm where I am. I don't yeah. Know. But this year, did you find it hard before you moved there being like, I'm, I feel stuck? Um, kind of. I feel like I had a lot of fire under my, under my butt, like trying to get here. Um, Good for you. I had a lot like motivating me because mm-hmm. I was living in Dayton and with my family and I really didn't have any friends left in Dayton. I had a few mm-hmm. friends that I would hang out occasionally with. Um, but I mean, COVID was happening and there was just nothing for me really in Dayton. And I just wanted to like get on with my life and get on with my future. And so I think that I was just putting everything I had into finding a job. And that's why I just was like, yeah, I got to get out of here. Like not necessarily, Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like stuck. I just felt like, like every day I'd be trying to come up with a new way I can pivot, better market myself as an asset to a company like, how can I pivot to like, it was, I was just trying to find new routes and new avenues, like every day, like how yeah. can I work to reach my goal and get here? Yeah. But yeah, I, I just feel like yeah. I had a lot of motivation. You were like, I yeah. have to get out. I, and I also yeah. want to say that you don't obviously don't know Sarah as well as I do, but Sarah is someone that I learn from literally every time we talk, like, <laughs> From the moment, mm-hmm. uh, Stacy can attest to this too. When we met Sarah, we were like, because she's a year younger than us. Like, she's just different. Like, Sarah is a different breed of human because she is so motivated. And it's great. Like, I, in college, you know, I was motivated also. But Sarah is just a different, she's on a different level. She really is. Like, <laughs> you know, you really are. Like, you always had a plan or a plan for yourself and like a vision and like you just would not stop which is awesome like you were interning Uh so young like doing your thing girl Mm -hmm. so that's that's one thing I want to preface about Sarah like yeah she is a go-getter like if I know a go-getter it is Sarah like anything she wants she moved to New York didn't even have a job within like a week got a job like (laughs) okay who else did that why this is you being in passion syndrome because grace is like i was motivated too in college this girl graduated a year early what was it 21 23 credit hours one semester two labs and moved to new york without a job either and then within like like, you are very but i my problem is is you were like sarah's motivated 
more than me. No, Grace, you guys sound yeah, like on the right, same level right. to it's me. Just, it's it's because... good to have people around that are like that. Surrounding you like this that. This is one question mm-hmm. I've had for you. How do you kind of overcome like your imposter syndrome and your doubt to not let you yeah to not stop, stop you. you okay so I feel like a lot of it is like positive self-talk which sounds super cliche and like over mm-hmm. over said like people say that all the time so it's like does anyone actually take that seriously anymore because it's so like over said but I mean it works clearly. yeah no it, it really is like you know when you're going into an interview or you're going into a situation that typically you'd be nervous for or something like that, or you feel Mm -hmm. like you would typically be unqualified for, you almost have to just talk yourself up in your mind and say like, they are lucky to be talking to me today. Oh, like this company is (laughs) there. They are lucky to be speaking to me. I have so much to offer and I'm going to let them see that. And they are going to know, and they are going to, walk away feeling lucky that they got to meet me and you have to like drill that into your brain and you have to speak to yourself in that way because if not you'll like crumble Mm -hmm. under the nerves of like Mm -hmm. imposter syndrome and feeling like you aren't qualified for the job and you'll sit there just trying to prove yourself the whole time and you Mm -hmm. you don't need to prove yourself at all because you already are who they're looking for Mm. you you reach you meet all the qualifications in the job description. So you don't have to like sit there and prove that you meet those qualifications. All you can do is sit there and know that they are, you are exactly what they're looking for. Know that in your head and know that they are lucky to be talking to you and basically just share your success stories with them to let them know why you're a good candidate for, for the position. And I think a lot of it is just really positive self-talk and shifting your mindset. And I think that come like positive self-talk kind of results in a yeah. mindset shift. And yeah, that's deep. And a lot <laughs> of it is like, even if you deep down, you feel like, Oh, I don't know if I'm qualified for this. Just, I hate the term fake it till you make it because it's you're because so you're not faking it. Oh, you true, really true. are. You really are qualified, but you don't feel that in your brain. Yeah. You have to fake that you are, mm-hmm. but you are because you're you're not faking it. You're just like faking the emotions mm-hmm. because you don't actually yeah. feel that way. So you have to like force yourself to feel like, okay, no, I am confident. Like mm-hmm. I can do this. I got this. Yeah. Yeah. That's very good advice. Oh, I need to take that. <laughs> and even on a date. Sorry, that's a topic. But like before you listen, go on- no, we can go into that because I have. I think I have more imposter syndrome in my love life than I do in my professional life at this point in my life because I'm very good at interviewing. I've learned um, from feedback from bosses. They're like, "You were so confident," and I was like, "I think it's just ADHD," <laughs> and I'm just like talking a lot um, but in dating oh my god grace knows this i don't think anybody yeah. likes me i think they're joking i think it's all like a practical joke you're being punked like i'm literally Kutcher walks out i'm being punked i'm like you know <laughs> i oh my god i yeah my i'm gonna like have sarah make me confidence <laughs> cards 
I mean that, but you have to tell yourself the same things like before going out on a date or like meeting a guy for the first time, like you really have to remember that they are lucky to be meeting you and you and like you are the prize to be won. That, that is a good sentiment. What if everybody just took dating advice and applied it to job applications? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's so much more useful to talk to people like our age about job applications and like people like Sarah because talking to anybody older than us and by older I mean like mm. 35 and above I just want to like I want to be like you don't know you have no idea what we're going through now especially this next job wave is gonna be so hard and like the only people that I can imagine relating to us is the millennials that went through the 080910 like financial mm. crisis and it was so hard for them to get a job and we're about to go through like a similar thing I don't know but it is hard to like compare I'm just like oh you're employed in our industry yeah. how crazy like it's so hard not to be like so mm-hmm. jealous but I have no problem admitting that I'm jealous. I'm like, I'm completely jealous. Yeah. Like, I wish I we think could just a lot. You do have to almost doing, like but... honor that feeling, but then also be able to redirect that energy into yourself and knowing that that can also be you. Like, if that is your goal as well, yeah. then it, you can't doubt that that can also be you. Like, you can honor that feeling of like, oh, wow, I envy that, like, they're at where they're at. And then, but you have to like be quick to redirect that energy you're putting into being envious of them back into yourself and back into your goals and your path. Because if you fixate on other people like that, like you'll forget to like fixate on your own goals. This is so true. (laughs) I was like, maybe you should be a career (laughs) coach or something. (laughs) I was going to say, Sarah, on this side, you should sell confidence Honestly, in us. Honestly, that like, be my side hustle. Because you should. It should be like, like do tutoring. Like, you could do, do, like, do this. Resume she literally writing. last week wrote an email for yeah. me. For a- do you want to write my resume again? I That is my least favorite job in the entire yeah, world is writing a resume. And I hate when I hear from like recruiters and like HR people about like, how it's like a full I'm like why am I learning HR (laughs) another job and it's like a skill that doesn't apply to the jobs that I want but I'm just like I fully know what to look for on resumes and like how to do it and I'm just like I don't want to do this and I think it's the funniest joke that so many um I've seen it on TikTok so much where it's like oh job application has a cover letter I'm out and I'm just like so true we don't want to do this anymore and I'm sorry, but, like, your application should be, like, LinkedIn. Like, it should just – Yeah. You see my experience and, like – Oh, my God. But the worst – the I'm worst is when you upload your resume and then it has you fill out your all your yeah. past job experience. Your yeah, resume. It's like it's right there on the resume. Why are we doing that? You know know they're not reading. Like, they're just going to read the resume. Yeah. Where it's all together in a nice format. I know, but you can't leave it blank. So, like, (laughs) you have to fill it. I'm going to start answering those real reckless. (laughs) Like, read my resume. (laughs) Asterisks. Read my resume. I see attached documents. (laughs) Honestly, 
the only jobs the jobs that I've gotten are purely through my own like I've never gotten a job through LinkedIn or Indeed or any of those like it's been through my own persistence in like obnoxious social media like I just like if I want to work for you I'm gonna harass you like and I learned that from Grace um but it it works so like my dream job in California they have a brick and mortar I said hi I'm here I'm here for this and this is why I want to work here and they put me at the lowest position and within like a month I was like okay move me up I'm done with this give me the corporate job I was like I just like drop hints to people and I was like listen like I just like this is like a career for me like let me do it and like my wedding planner job I DM'd them and they were like we liked your Instagram so (laughs) and I was like yeah Yeah. let's go it's really just like putting yourself out there Mm -hmm. And then when you get in the position, I learned this greatly. You just have to ask for what you want. Like the worst they can say is no. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah. But you even taking the initiative to ask because no one can read your mind. That's what I learned. Yeah, that in that's also a good point because at that company in California, I wish I had been a little more direct and clear about like what I wanted, what my skills were, what I don't know why I have this idea that a company, like, once I get hired, everybody reads my resume. I don't, that's not true at all. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> I was like, oh, you guys don't know what I actually know how to do. So I wanted to be like, this is like what I know, like what I can do, like put me in the this or that team. And I wasn't as direct or as assertive I should have been and like asked for what I want. Um, but yeah. My best advice for job hunting is DM whoever you want to work That's for on Instagram. Bad. Like the hiring manager. Like, not the hiring manager. The person yeah. you'll be working That's under. And then on LinkedIn, DM like them. message people Harass on LinkedIn them. that work for the company. Do you get messages what? back? Do you get yeah. messages back from there. people on LinkedIn? But I have been on LinkedIn I apply in for like job, nine months. Like, if you just apply... If all you do is send an application, you are just going to get lost in the mix of all the applications. You have to do something yeah. just to help you stand out. And you have to get somebody at that company on your team and on your side. So right after I apply for a mm-hmm. job, I go and I link with everybody that works at the company. <laughs> <laughs> I message everybody. I say, I just like send a quick message. I'm like, hi, like, thank you for connecting. Hope you're doing well. Like I recently applied for this position at the same company work at, or like say the company name, like, would you be willing to share my profile with the hiring team and let them know I've applied? And I'd really appreciate it if you put in a good word. So good. And then a lot of times they'll, you know, send a message back and just be like, oh yeah, just send me your resume. Like I'll email it to the hiring team. Yeah. Like they'll be in touch with you. And I and even if it doesn't get yeah. you the job, at least you made a new connection. And in the future, if another role comes mm-hmm. up, you know that that person has responded to you before and they know that you, they were willing to help you out. So you have that connection with the company and someone who will be on your team. Yeah. Oh, look at that. <laughs> you need to be selling this, Sarah. <laughs> what? Yeah, you really should. You should like literally yeah. tutor people. It should be like tutoring. Ma- Sell it to this ma- LinkedIn ma- connect with all this of like the juniors at our university and like message them all. Just be like, if you want to chat, Here do all there, the ones like, in that one. There was one I did. There, a girl messaged me on LinkedIn and was like, 
hey, like let's, she was a, she's a senior at like Boston College or something. Mm -hmm. And she wanted to do like a Zoom call and we got on and Look at you. she just like yeah. drilled me with We're questions get you and I was job. just like throwing stuff out there, you know, trying to help her. And even before the Zoom call though, I was like having imposter syndrome. Like, oh, like she wants to talk to me. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm, I haven't been in the industry that long. Like, am I unqualified? But then I remembered, like, I'm really not far removed from the situation. Like, I was in her shoes less than a year ago. Yeah. So, if anyone's qualified and knows exactly what's going on in the market right now, it's me. So, like, yeah. And that's yeah. like a yeah. good segue into this other thing that Dominique and I were trying to be better at is small wins. Oh, yeah. And because oh, yeah. it's so easy to be like, oh, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. Or, or why? I went to the what? dentist. That's my small win today. I did. Oh. I went to the yeah. dentist, which oh. is like a huge insert. accomplishment for me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I can't like insert things. Stop it. Small moments where you're like, oh, like even us moving to New York, huge accomplishment. Yeah. That's a huge one. And I think we have to remember huge that accomplishment. somewhere out there, someone's always looking at you and saying, that girl's got it going on. Even when you feel like yeah. you don't got it going on, mm -hmm. there's going to be somebody out there who's looking at mm -hmm. you saying, she's got it going on. Yeah. Because we do. So, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. And you can't look. Because we do. You know, you can't like look at others and being like, oh, well, I'm not that person. But to somebody else, you are that person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. So, I know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I also, if you're comparing yourself to like people from high school, unfollow them. <laughs> unfollow all the high school people you <laughs> talk to. Call all those people. <laughs> they are not worth your time. Like, in energy in yeah, any form. I definitely like, at, do at all. Instagram. I promise Detail. you. Well, and I'm just yeah. at the point, I don't really scroll anymore in general. I don't well, you guys I heard want of the Instagram new app? To be done. Like the only I reason I have it. Oh, not, Which one? Not me teaching you guys. I oh, okay, I was about to be like, oh, I know. Um, it's called Hive. Hive. It yeah, starts it's with like an H. The new Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Instagram was just like, like you see your friends' pictures. I know. Like I feel like I don't see anybody that I actually knows pictures anymore. I just see like my five close friends when they post. But then other than that, I don't see anybody that I, else that I know. It's just all like pop culture like mm -hmm. accounts I follow. I'm like, how do I get my algorithm to show me like first of all the posts in order? <laughs> yeah, like chronologically. And second of all, people yeah. I know. Instagram, I don't know why that okay, so is not Okay, so is the new wave. Like, okay. I truly yeah. don't. Yeah. So, it's kind okay. of, it's, it's it, new. It's, yeah, it's I, still working itself out. Yeah. It's working. It's, like, so new. But um, I just, like, I'm frustrated with Instagram and, like, social media apps in general besides Twitter, probably. That's they don't listen to the people they're making money off of. Like, I don't... Influencers, I've gotten very, like, annoyed with how saturated it is. But, like, you're literally profiting off of them by these, like, shop tools and blah, blah, blah. And you literally don't listen to them. And, like, all I see at the Instagram headquarters back in the day was, like, Selena Gomez and, like, the celebrities. And I'm just, like, 
no. Like, you need to be pulling in the people who are, like, literally, um, like, influencers who made this app what it is today. Like, listen to them. Put it back in order. Like, I'm going to drive. It drives me crazy that it's not in, like. I'm just going to start recording every post I don't want to see. (laughs) 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 And also, like, I noticed, like, with stories, like, I notice now that, like, it's all the things that are stores or products are what I see first on stories. And I'm just like. Yeah, it became a shopping Like, I'm going to. Mm-hmm. yeah and that was very apparent when Notific- they put the shopping button where the like notification was supposed yeah. to be instagram and we're gonna one, mark zuckerberg i have I choice words for you instagram thing <laughs> I, yeah i got scammed screws I you back, but still but not through yeah, them, yeah, through your true. credit card company. They were definitely like not even comments. through the company. It took- <laughs> yeah, Grace was like commenting on their Instagram post and was like, "I never got my candle. What's going on?" They would go and delete her comment like immediately. immediately. Too. Yeah, they were on it. They did not want their. That's why, I'm, like, I don't like Instagram for. I don't trust any Instagram ad or page or like story where it's like this person is reviewing them I, I'm not trusting them I don't trust them and that's how influencers started was like they actually were giving honest reviews yeah. now everybody's freaking paid for everything yeah. which makes me so annoyed and that's why I like TikTok better because it's these girls that just sit on their floor and they're just like "Ooh, this is cute Ooh, this does not fit me guys don't buy from mm-hmm. them like it's like real stuff I feel it's, like, way more authentic, and that's why I was so annoyed when influencers got on it. I was like, we don't want your, like, perfect, like, I don't want to see you in your perfect outfit with your perfect boyfriend who <laughs> probably hates you. Like, I don't want to see it. Like, no, I don't want to see it. Like, I didn't want no, you okay, wait. I wasn't. Every time I see an Instagram boyfriend, I'm like, they Going back to, like, you. getting I the, know. like, raw opinions of people. I actually found out recently about a platform which has been around for ages. And if any like older listeners listen to this podcast, they're going to cringe at me because I'm going to sound like, like such a like, what Gen X, like a, or Gen Z or I'm going to sound like a really young person right now, but there's this platform called Reddit. And (laughs) (laughs) I know older people are cringing at me. I sound like a baby right now, but I really genuinely had never used Reddit. I don't get I had, on Reddit. It's I for older people. It. It, it is. I had heard I, of it. I've like, never I used Reddit. That it was like around because isn't like Serena Williams' husband like? Yeah, that's like mm-hmm. the only reason I know. His husband owns it. Well, he sold. He sold his shares and asked that they replace Amazing. him on the board with we the blessing. Yeah, but um, it's a forum. So I think that's the first thing that turns me off because I'm just like, oh, <laughs> lots of reading. Like, I'm not about to like, yeah. read all these paragraphs. But like, <laughs> honestly, if you're trying to get like an honest review on something or learn about something you're about to buy or something you're about to invest in, like, that's like a place. Like, people are on there like, hey, did anybody else have this problem with the iPhone, blah, blah, blah? Or did anyone else have this problem with their left or right AirPod? Or hmm. did anyone like skincare? break out like well it's reddit very much is just like, like a what brought down talking forum 
where you can. Yeah, there's too much text for my. I'm with you on that, and also Reddit brought down Wall Street, and when that when I read that, I another is so My friend Parker, she, <laughs> I've. Like, I feel like I, I mean, I knew what Reddit was too, but I never, whatever. A bunch of conspiracy theories are on there too. Mm-hmm. And she, so she was like, girl, you're not on Reddit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. She was yeah. like, oh, this theory was months ago. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, excuse me. And, okay. You know, those like, okay. I also heard <laughs> this on like TikTok, like the rare aesthetics and like, oh, Grace, shout out. <laughs> Grace viral yeah. on TikTok. Um, Grace went viral. You know, you know, like the rare aesthetics and basically any of those prompts that come about mm-hmm. on TikTok, like what's your random obscure comfort YouTube video, like all those prompts, mm-hmm. they all started on Reddit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What? They're, they are all started on Reddit and then, and then they go to TikTok. And so I didn't know that. And then my coworkers are all like a few years older than me. So, but for some reason it feels like we're like ages <laughs> apart because we're just from different generations. But we talk about it all the time. We like laugh about it. We laugh about. Oh my god! And have no idea what you're talking about. Sometimes. The whole generation thing, this like fight <laughs> between millennials and Gen Z. I'm so annoyed yeah. because I'm like in the middle, and so Gen Z basically, someone somewhere was like skinny jeans and side parts are over, which obviously, one person can't declare a trend. Like who cares? But millennials were like, hell no, you're not taking our skinny jeans and our side parts, like blah, blah, blah. They got like visibly upset. And then like a couple Gen Z was like, why is millennials so upset about this? Like nobody cares. Like we don't care that much. You guys are the only ones that care. Like go back to your (laughs) BuzzFeed quiz. And then millennials were like, stop bullying us. Aren't you grown adults? Like why are you telling us that – and they're like, you guys are just teenagers. Stop bullying us. And I was like, why are, why are you so upset? Like, and they're like, we got so much hate from the generation. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, uh, I did not know there was a generational fight. Yeah. I miss this. I have been seeing it so much. And I was just like, and this is all going on while like Texas is frozen over. And I'm just like, does this really matter? Like, they're just telling you skinny jeans are not for them. Like, get over yourself. Like, and, and they're like, we don't care that you're cool in high school. Like, da da da. Okay. I, was like, I feel you like you sound though, crazy. Both sides. It's like, that's what's in fashion for young people, but maybe that's not what's in fashion for millennials. But I think <laughs> maybe the millennials might be insecure because they're still in that like phase of like, oh, I'm not a young hip teenager anymore and I'm now getting bullied by young hip teenagers. Oh my God. It's like a, it's like a middle life crisis type thing. Like, oh God, yeah. like, I'm no longer considered what's hip yeah. to the teenage people anymore. Like it's kind of like a midlife crisis yeah. type situation, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, but it's just not, yeah. that, that's probably going to happen and to they're us trying at some to, like, point. Like, I already feel like it's happening. <laughs> True. But that goes with the comparison you don't need to be comparing yourself like you don't need to like compare yourself to teenagers of today like it's like you know like or like young people like it goes back to like comparison if it works for you stay in your skinny jeans and your first of all when I heard that I was like (laughs) how are you guys wearing boots 
But that was just me. I was like, if you can't wear skinny jeans, how are we supposed to wear over-the-knee boots, ladies? <laughs> but that might be a millennial thing. I don't know. That was what was in fashion the last time I went to a bar. So that was in 2019. Like, yeah. I don't know. And then COVID happened. So I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's hip in the in the. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm definitely I'm not, not into, like, the younger generations, though, anymore. But, like, <laughs> I I'm, but I'm fine are. with it. Like, I'm not insecure about it. Oh, my God. Like, I definitely I have to don't send have, you guys. Like, I don't know. Cool you might Y2K have seen her. That, like, <laughs> yeah. really young, like, the really young TikTokers that wear, like, first of like, all, black skirts and, like. But listen to what you just said. The cool Y2K style. So they're essentially taking the style of the millennials. Yeah. From when they were teenagers and bringing yeah. it back. Like, it doesn't make sense. But there's this one girl in New York that I see on TikTok a lot. And I, every time she gets dressed to go outside, I'm just like, what the fuck are you wearing? Um, She wears, like... I know who you're talking about. The thinnest jackets. We and just, like, layers up. On you TikTok? Know yeah. About? She has, yes. like, lockers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, she's freezing her ass off. Yeah. I know she is. Oh, my God. She is, and I'm what just like, listens? you got, like, be warm. Like, Wait, fashion she... is not that serious. She says, what, what if she, she listens to what? this? <laughs> oh, she's oh. not going to listen to this. Come on, Sarah. I don't even know her name. But, like, my thing is, is, like, when I lived in New York, I was not direct. Because she'll be, like, going grocery shopping. And yeah. she'll be in heels in a crop top in a leather jacket. And I'm just like. I definitely wore sweats. Like, I don't care that it is New York. No one's going to see you under your coat. And I lived there when it wasn't a pandemic. So I'm there. (laughs) (laughs) You were supposed to be the love of your life at Trader Joe's. But. (laughs) The opportunity Obviously. (laughs) But. Opportunities missed. I missed him. No, no one can meet someone at Trader Joe's in that line in New York. Are you kidding? You'd have to have, like, a perfect like yeah. person behind or in front of you to meet them or the or he has that's more checking you plausible. out in new york <laughs> yeah my manager here he worked at the um flat oh, iron oh, yeah. trader joe's and now now that i work for trader joe's i'm like i have so many questions how did you guys get anything done like i couldn't even shop in there so like the way that yeah, we that put one. up items i'm like i don't know how you did this like, I don't even, he was like, he was like, it was really hard. And I was like, I could never work at that one. But New York. Yeah. I kind of just have like random unrelated ones. Drill me. Okay, since you're Let's go. media queen, and since we have all clearly taken our stance on being young, mm-hmm. so um, what's your favorite social media? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would have to say my favorite as of lately has been TikTok, although it's the, it's the most entertaining, but it's the one that I don't feel like I'm the best at. Mm. Ooh, that sounds so like imposter syndrome. Yeah, that's perfectionist. <laughs> yeah, like I think that I... I'm not like the best creator for TikTok, but I enjoy it and it's entertaining to me. So it's definitely my favorite right now. Mm-hmm. I think that I am better at just like being like, I feel like my presence and my, the content I create fits more of like 
the Instagram vibe. Mm -hmm. Like my vibe is not very appreciated. I feel like on TikTok. So that's why like, (laughs) I'm just like, maybe not as good at creating content for TikTok, but so I would say between those two, yeah, are my favorite. Um, but oh God, now I'm bringing in a third one. Geez, sorry. But um, <laughs> okay. I really love Twitter for like just a mood. Like Twitter <laughs> is just like, it's just like a hot mess. It's a hot flaming mess. And I feel like you can, everyone can just relate to everything written on there so hard because yeah. it's just a flaming mess. Like it's <laughs> yeah. just funny. But that is where I I would say oh, I yeah. have the hardest time creating content. I, and I don't try to create content on Twitter. But when I work for someone and they're like, let's get our Twitter presence larger. I'm like, I don't know. Like, you're not. Because, like, I feel like the best mm-hmm. thing on Twitter is, like, being funny. And, like, you can't really I mean, do you that can't for to, like, brands. the, the like, not really. that's trending and, and, like, try to. Like when the Bernie mittens were a thing, like yeah. you can somehow incorporate like, that in with the campaign of yeah. your brand and try to relate to like the audience and what's happening. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like for creating content for Twitter, you have- But I have like millennial yeah. bosses who will be like, this article is going up today. Like, let's get more clicks. And I'm just like, nobody's looking at Twitter yeah. for articles. Like, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I... Whereas, like, the company I work for now, it's so much easier because, like, the Bernie thing. And, like, it can be a little more, like, I have a little more freedom. But I don't know. TikTok is a dumpster fire as well sometimes. But there's actually a lot of companies that do really, really well on Twitter. Like, Wendy's, I know, is – they are so funny on Twitter. And I think it's because – they're supposed to be this like corporate-y like company but they don't take twitter seriously at all <laughs> mm-hmm. they just literally say the most <laughs> they, like, out-of-pocket start? things yeah. and like have you seen um there is a guy on tiktok that reads companies <laughs> facebook comments I've seen that. yeah it's so funny he like and it'll be like if a if a company takes like uh like a stance on like BLM and like it'll be like a racist person and they'll be like we're sorry to see you leave Karen and then the person will be like my name's not Karen and they're like that's okay Karen I feel like got Wendy's it. probably like, has done you don't that. Have Wendy's to is so anymore. funny. <laughs> yeah, Wendy's yeah, is like I don't know who's working credit, there but they job. will like start fights with like other yeah. fast food brands. <laughs> <laughs> And sometimes, like, other companies will try to be that, like, once. This is really niche, but, like, I tweeted about a car because of American Nationally movie. And the car company messaged, like, replied. And I was like, what are you doing? I was like, and they were like, which year? <laughs> and I was like, are you going to send it to me? Because I'm not about to get into a Twitter banter with Ford. Like, I, like, I don't know what to do with you. I don't know. Twitter, like, I love reading it, but I don't know how to, like, write on it other than for literally me. It's my personal journal. But Grace yeah. refuses to get on it. <laughs> and it's I can't. the most There's frustrating thing many. in the world. It, well, now it she's just I doing it to many, make like, me mad. TikTok. I don't even go on get Facebook. Get off of Facebook. Yeah. Which is so annoying. Um, ugh, yeah. Oh. 
Other question. Okay, so what other questions do we have for sure? God. When oh. is your YouTube coming out? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I thought you were going to ask her what her sign is. We're going to go birth chart. Yeah. May 21st, I'm a cuss. When's your birthday? (laughs) Yes, but yeah, I am lucky. I was not expecting that. I thought you were June Gemini. Um, Okay, so... I don't know May Gemini. Maybe they're nicer. Is rough because I... I feel like I don't struggle collecting. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I struggle to collect the content because I'm not a dedicated, like, I have to get this footage. I have to get this footage. I'm like, so in the moments that I forget sometimes and I don't get the footage that I want. Yeah. And so I feel like if I try to do a vlog, it would have to be a vlog that spanned over like six months because that's, that's, it'll take me six months to get enough content. (laughs) for me to remember to like get content and it'll take that long which I guess is fine but yeah and then after that piece is done Mm -hmm. then comes the hardest part it's the freaking editing and I'm just not savvy with it and yeah and then send it to me I'll edit it for you I'm like a perfectionist (laughs) yeah so if it's not like appearing how I want it to appear like the vision in my head I'm just like not even going to promote it. Like I'm not going to put it out there and I'm not going to like say, go to my YouTube channel, watch my video. Like, I mean, if someone happens to stumble across it, that's fine. But I'm not <laughs> definitely not about to promote and put out there like a video that I'm just like, this is whack. Like, why did I even post this? Like, you know what I mean? But to other people, your videos they, are they would yeah. like it because they don't know that it's whack compared to the vision in my mind. Like we talked about earlier, but see, that's like the beauty to me of like TikTok. Why did I say it like that? Vlogs are like a minute mm-hmm. long, and it's so much faster. I don't know, but I get you on the YouTube thing. Yeah, yeah. forgetting to film then, is so and then real. Also, you have to when get you, like so much more vlog. equipment that I didn't realize. Like, I don't have a ring light. I don't have, but you don't need all these things. I just need them to get to the quality that I want. And I don't have a microphone. I don't have a tripod. I don't have a ring light. I don't have a background. I don't have like an editing software that I like. I don't have sounds to use. Like I'd have to buy sounds. Like there's just so much to it. That's why I'm like, dang, should I just like not do YouTube and just be be a TikToker? Because... They TikTok basically edits the video for you and they're so much quicker. And honestly, I feel like that is the amount of that is the attention span that people have these days. Like, is anyone really going to sit through a YouTube video? I mean, I still do here and there, but it has to be a good YouTube video. If I'm I'm about to sit there for 20 minutes and watch it, Mm -hmm. I have to be really dedicated because my attention span is like 60 seconds, like a TikTok video. And then that's it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, TikTok has definitely <laughs> like really ruined our attention spans. Like they were bad videos before. Like, TikTok just you feel like up. it's so long, and then you go to the comments, and they're like, "Why was that the length of a movie?" Yeah, like the like there's so much happening that you're like, "How yeah. is this sixty seconds?" Yeah, like this. this no, I a know. short film. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, I forget that the length of them is only 60 seconds, and I'm just like, 
I know. Yeah, I can't watch all of this. I gotta move on. Too much. If they don't get to the point quick enough, I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm out, or I'm going to the comments because. Yeah. (laughs) Isn't it so funny though that the TikTok comments are always exactly what you are also thinking in your head? Yeah. And then you go to the comments, and it's just everyone validating you. It's like yes, (laughs) like that is the app I feel most validated on. And that is the app I feel most validated on. But it's also like the you can go viral in so many different things. But I hate going viral in the comments because I'm just like this doesn't transfer over to you. Like looking at my page, I'm just seven thousand likes deep in a in a friggin' video from months ago, and I'm just like yeah. stop liking this friggin' you comment. Or not really. <laughs> I don't want the um, notifications anymore. One time I fought someone in the comments. <laughs> oh my god commenting it's like a sport no it was like a person and they were just, it, i wasn't fighting someone in the comments i was fighting the person that like posted the video because they were saying something ignorant and i was just on my last straw that day so <laughs> I, I left a little comment like think a little harder next time. if they if they <laughs> put some stupid. negative stuff online like this <laughs> like i just had to take it out yeah the but no i don't like, like that much because I'm- it is oh my god Sarah's is so much more. fun but like everything it's like I a think sport of commenting it's like, I, the, like it's one day was just like, like, like I can't this. just copy them like I can't just so I have to come up with something creative yeah I I started commenting when my handle was not my name and my picture was like not me it was I don't want to say this, but anyway, so I started commenting and I was like, no one can see it's me. No one can see it's me. And I was just, I got like, yeah, that's low key why I want to like make a Twitter. That's like not me because, because I really like want to tweet things. I don't ever tweet. I only retweet because I'm not like, I'm like, okay, I'm definitely like, I don't have anything funny to say. Like I have nothing to add to this, but I feel like sometimes Mm -hmm. I do, but then I'm like, no, like it's only funny in my head. Like, go with imposter syndrome coming in again (laughs) but um that's why I'm like maybe I should just like make another account and just like tweet random things and see if it see if the tweet flops (laughs) (laughs) and then it's like okay no one agrees thanks (laughs) just just wanted to see but (laughs) just wanted to see yeah I um tiktok is it's just I Mm -hmm. It's such a wild app to me because they, people will say the wildest things. People will comment the wildest things. And I'm just like, have you ever come across a TikTok where it's like, spill your secrets in the comments? Oh my God. These seek, oh my God, they're crazy. Because they'll be like, my dad fucked my aunt and they're getting, and then I'm just like, uh, like it's so, like it's secrets okay. like that. Like it's not oh good. God. But they're I, I so that funny. Listening. Um, <laughs> You're spilling my secret. On your Sarah thinks the whole world is Sarah, listening. Sarah overestimates the amount of people that listen to. Me. Am I the top listener? Yeah, Sarah's top. <laughs> Sarah's like you and Parker probably. and my mom. <laughs> we'll take. anyway because to be honest anybody that has me on co-star anybody that has me on pattern if you don't have pattern get pattern um 
you might be my whole chart might be a lie so <laughs> like don't base on her like compatibility off of what I have on my co-star because I put it in time I actually don't know what time I was what a main Gemini thing to say oh, I don't know so yeah. I actually don't know what time I'm born so I put it around I think I know. My mom is so certain, and I'm just like, "There's no way I, I mean, was born exactly at one certain, p.m." It's probably. Thanks. It might have been like one p.m. Yes. and sixty or fifty-five seconds or something. I don't know. Yeah. Like maybe it was just short of one hundred and one. So dang! All we know is that you're a Gemini. Then. All we know I'm for for sure. Yeah. You're. you're, you're oh. Excuse me. And evil. a May Gemini at that. Yeah. I feel like you're that's evil. significant. I think it's yeah. I think it's the May because I'm a cuss, maybe I have a Taurus in me. I think it's because you're so it, yeah. I think like, it, Gemini's, it's different. Gemini's yeah. got a bad rep in yes. general. Yeah, um, but that's yeah. why I'm always timid to say like my <laughs> sign. I'm like, oh, are they gonna like have some type of notion about? Yeah, like, me? I'm a, I'm a <laughs> yeah, you definitely don't fit any of like the negative things about Gemini's. Yeah, what are the positive? <laughs> Do we know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. really, I genuinely like only the, know that they're two kids. Yeah, that's like yeah. the typical. Well, and you're just so yeah. chill, and I feel like Gemini's are not. Yeah, <laughs> normally chill, but. Okay, I have a question for Sarah. We this, I mean, if you think of more Grace, just say them. But I was gonna say, what's oh, your I favorite like part about living um, in New York? I think just, well, a few things, but I think just never running out of things to do. I feel like there's always something to do, always something you haven't seen and always something you haven't explored or done. Um, That's like definitely one of my favorite parts. Like it's never boring. There's always a new exhibit, a new restaurant to try. And then segueing into my, one of my second favorite things is the food. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just a one. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Like I think since the competition in New York is so high, like there's so many food, like restaurants competing. Like you don't like the restaurants literally don't have a choice. They have to be good or they're off the map. Like yeah. So pretty much all the food. I yeah, eat we we do eat out bomb. a lot. Yeah, we love trying. Yeah, which is like and a then thrill of living in the New third York. thing is a little bit more of like the romanticized life of New York but like it's I feel like I never like lose my sense of like curiosity and inspiration and like just like every day every commute to work it feels like oh my god it's my first time seeing the New York skyline even though I see it every single morning like mm -hmm. on my commute it it still feels like the first time and you like get yeah. goosebumps a little bit and I do have those moments where I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is my life. And you, like, get goosebumps and you almost, like, feel warm inside and tear up a little. Oof, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah's no, like, I yeah. tear up. It's just so beautiful, that skyline. I was... I no, but okay, wait. I have to say a disclaimer because um. <laughs> that just came across, like, really, like, oh, my whole life here is romanticized. But, like, no, if you want if you want to know the opposite side of that, just go watch Grace on mm -hmm. her aesthetic TikTok, <laughs> and that'll show a more, like, raw version of, like, the hassle of running errands in New York. Yeah. Like, it's not all glamorous. It, it really isn't. 
Yeah, but it's every worth place it. comes yeah. with its downfalls. <laughs> but New York, it's like worth it. I, I, it's not worth it for me, mm-hmm. but it's worth it for a majority of people. Like you get, I will never argue that New York has the best food in probably the world because so many different things like come together in New York, like so many different cultures, so much, so much stuff. So like that is just like. The excitement of living yeah. in New York, I get it. We love it. And I think another thing I could add is like <laughs> my friends here. Like I have people here. I think if I didn't have my friends yeah. here, New like York you wouldn't have be what friends. it is. But since <laughs> Grace is here and I have other friends here, it's like it really does make your New York like yeah. the experience of living in New York like that much better because you get to like enjoy it with people mm-hmm. yep that's true because oof, when you're yeah. by yourself sometimes it's like oh man i gotta go no i mean now you, well in order sometimes those days are good. yeah like just having a you day and like is, treating yourself i'm sad that i didn't have i'm sad for a lot of reasons that tiktok wasn't like around like even like three years ago but I think if I had it when I lived Probably. alone in New York, because you would have documented it, better time in New York. <laughs> like, oh no, because all these people have so many recommendations. Like that kid Reese that I don't really like, but he's like going to your New York Rex. I could see myself just like copying him every day. Like he posts ones and yeah, me, and then yeah, there just, is like, a lot of that's so what he did. Yeah. We step on TikTok and we're like, oh, we gotta go there. We gotta do this. Yeah, yeah, it's so it's so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I send yeah. great stuff. I'm like, go here. <laughs> go there for me. I know, we should wrap up. Do you have an, <laughs> you a last question, question for Sarah? <laughs> her, her first and last question. My last question. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I mean, thought, Sarah. I don't know. Okay, I guess, I guess mm. I'll wrap it up by just like making a statement, <laughs> I guess. Okay. <laughs> So basically, Sarah, wrap this up the podcast, podcast for us, please. Thank you. <laughs> somehow circled everything back to imposter syndrome. Yeah. Like everything. Um, so yeah, I feel like it the first step is just life. being aware that it's a thing. And then the second mm-hmm. step is just taking actions to overcome it and using positive self-talk and just being able to identify when you're having imposter syndrome yeah and then trying to counteract it so couldn't have said it better myself on that yeah. note thanks for having me well thank you for coming on sarah um yeah on the note guys sarah will have classes in her bio if you want to buy a confidence <laughs> that's from her because we're now going to make her do it okay <laughs> There'll be like a Google form or something you can fill out if you want to do it. Um, yeah. But thank you so much, Sarah, for coming on. We'll have to have you back. Yeah, we'll we'll more talk about no, something no. else imposter syndrome. Um, well, the other thing is you guys have to realize I, I kind of made Sarah pick her own subject. I was like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> Sarah, find what you want to okay. talk about. But I'll find something else for you to talk about. We'll bring you on for like a... Oh, Grace know. got me all hooked TV on reality TV, so, like, right now we're watching Married at First Sight. I was going to say, if she watches The Real... I was going to say, if you get her oh, to watch yeah. Real Houses, Wives of South, Salt Lake, 
we could finally talk about that. No, I actually didn't. I gave yeah, up. Because but... we finished it, right, Grace? I didn't give up. I honestly kind of forgot. So now I need to get... Well, so... yeah. my Yay. point is, is that Sarah will be back Ooh. on the podcast. 